Good morning and welcome to WNHH Radio's Dateline New Haven. I'm your host, Paul Bass, inviting you to join me on an exploration of what makes the Elm City tick. All the people here in the WNHA studio today make our city's neighborhoods tick. Say good morning to Nina Silva, who has the Dixwell Community Management Team. And welcome back to Kim Harris, who chairs the New Hallville Community Management Team and who has sparked a citywide coming together of all the management teams in a campaign called One City. Also, special thanks to Yellow Haven Hospital for providing support for today's program. Kim, it is so nice that this is becoming a regular feature every week, having you come in with somebody else who runs a community management team in one of our neighborhoods, and that you're helping work with everybody to, to get a lot of action happening in our neighborhoods. So thanks for coming back, Kim. Thank you for having us. You're making time for us every week. Makes me feel special. And Nina Silva, it's nice to have you for your inaugural appearance on Dateline New Haven. <laughs> Thank you. So Nina, what's it been about a year or two you've been heading the Dixwell management team? No, it's only been six, seven months. Are right, you already months. made an impact? Because we heard about it as in New Hallville about how there's been a ramping up of that management team. You guys are... More active, more people come to meetings, right? Yes, it's awesome. I would love more, 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 more Dixwell uh, members to come out. So if you're in Dixwell and you're watching, please come out every third Thursday of the month. All right. So last night, I mean, last week you had a meeting. And what, you know, in Dixwell, since you've come on board, just in those seven months, so much has been happening with plans to build new housing and other kind of community institutions in Dixwell. Just in those seven months, we've been busy at the Independent writing about it. The most recent one is 201 Munson Street, an old factory that's been empty for a long time and dirty, polluted, I guess they can clean up, right? On uh, the edge of the Science Park, Old Winchester factory. They're going to make 400 apartments or close to that there. A whole kind of new community. Most, I believe, market-rate housing. How are you feeling about it? Because you had a lot of say in it. Um, hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, wel- <laughs> I, I welcome them um, to the neighborhood. I do hope that they will have some affordable housings, housing within that. But there are some new um, community affordable housing on the horizon with Beulah Land. Mm-hmm. Um, so I welcome them also. They're also the Q House um, and a lot of other um, nice um, businesses popping up um and we welcome them all it seems like dixwell's coming back to dixwell is coming dixwell. Big in the, with a roar and we'll get to some of those other things you mentioned because you didn't even give the full list because uh, there's so much going on yes <laughs> you know it's interesting the neighborhoods are being asked about this these days what do you do when people want to build market rate housing which means that it's not for poor people it's not generally for rich people sometimes you know but people who make a decent salary and um does that help or hurt a neighborhood does that make other na- housing more expensive or does it just help bring stability and more people to go to businesses and keep the streets safer. So, you know, both your management teams, Kim and um, Nina, in the last week have talked to this developer, but in fact, you've been with them for months. This developer, I think, uh, from California did it right in the sense that before he came for his public approvals, he sat with you folks and others to find out, because I like the fact that Nina didn't answer right away, because it's not always yes or no. It's like, we like your bill, but we want you to do it the right way and help our neighborhood. Do you feel that some of the features you asked them for the project were added? Do you feel your input was heard? Because I know a lot of the issues were, is it going to be open to the community? Is it going to be gated? Is it going to be along the Farm to Canal Trail? Will there be jobs for local people when they build the thing? Well, How do you feel how this process has gone, Nina? Um, to start, I do feel that he heard with the 
hiring local people to demolish it. There were local um, people um, there hired. There are going to be local people to build, and that's a plus for our community because there are people um, that need work. As far as I know they listened to, we needed, instead of one way in, they needed one way in and one uh, way out. There needed to be two ways, so there, I know that that is in the plan to have <clears throat> two entrances and two exits. Um, we're still working on different community things. I'm very much... Um, for the kids in our community. So if they're going to have a pool and different things, maybe we could work out something with them. That's an interesting subject. Because often people don't like in those developments to keep a pool open. Like I'll bet they want to keep it just for the people who live there. And, and that's understandable, but we do have a community, even if we just have a community day or Is there a pool something. in Dixwell? Um, at Hill House. Hill House, Hill House has a yes, pool? Yes, Hill House yeah. has a pool and it's, it's open and... It's running. I do believe there there's a program there now that is doing um, swimming lessons. Um, but it, it would be just nice to be able to maybe have a community day, maybe um, once a what month a or idea. something, just so and Kim, that community and our community will be able to mesh together. Nice. So now this is um, it fronts <clears throat> technically. Actually, not really in Dixville. That's the Munson Street is the dividing line of Dixville yes, and New Hallville. Yes, yes. And even though, like, we pay attention to that maps, not always in real life. And then you kind of have Science Park, which is called New Hallville, but it's not really a neighborhood, right? right? But when you go in this land, it goes back right into New Hallville. Yes, yes, it does. And it's very much a part of New Hallville as well as Dixville. So from the beginning, you folks have been in the loop, correct, Kim Harris? Absolutely. So what's been your view as this project has developed? So, um, they came to our management team meeting last night and they presented the utopia. We called it the utopia right? because the pictures were absolutely beautiful, magnificent. Um, I was noticing it was about like a third people were black in it, two thirds white. Does that look right to you? <laughs> I mean, they had kind of indistinct. You can always tell. You yeah, yeah, you can. Um, They're careful when they make those pictures. Yeah. Yes. And um, I'm telling you, he talked about, um, uh, uh, you know, there's, there was a lead issue. And so they, they're modifying and correcting that. They talked about the jobs and how not just for actually doing the demolition, but the, in, they're, the, future, in right. the future, they're doing in two more weeks, they're going to have classes where people for OSHA, who, yeah, for OSHA and it's going to be an ongoing That's thing. That's the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. So we were very happy and we pushed the button on that last night because um, Serena from um, um, City she was there last night as well. And I said to Serena, I said, Serena, this is this is good. Doug, this is good. This is great. But I need to have more of a pipeline. I need to, we want to have a system. We want this to be very systematic on, on these jobs. Because I don't want to let that go because that seems to be the thing. You know, okay, hold that thought for a second. Mm -hmm. Kim, we're going to get back to that jobs yes. of this project. You got a call here oh. on the, uh, on calling in to Dateline New Haven. Uh, thanks for calling in. Did we just lose him, Harry? Oh, okay. You can oh. call us back, whoever that was. Okay. I heard a baby in the background. Maybe someone needed a diaper change oh. or, or a milk bottle. <laughs> or work. Yeah. Um, Hello. So, Kim, jobs were a big concern. Jobs were a big concern. And the other concern was how many of these apartments are going to be affordable? Probably not most of them. Aren't they talking 10 to 20 percent? 10 percent. And uh, Serena was there. She said they are pushing for more. So we, we're at the 10 percent minimally. Uh, with with this. Well, now, what, how does that affect the community now? So, if you bring in 360, 380 apartments of people who like are teachers or they work at Yale and they're coming in community, does that help your community or hurt? 
if it's remember there's a property part of the issue is this is a property that was polluted and empty it's now coming online but it might be its own little contained world is that better or worse like if it had been there when they tried to make the bakery go would that have made the bakery succeed or do you feel shut out by a neighborhood and you want the land to have a different purpose it's a tough question isn't it it's a very tough very. question and i think that because we're in on it from the beginning I think that we have a chance to really push the whole community um, initiative and maybe it is a community day quarterly over there, or maybe it is where the doors are open up where kids can come in and, and possibly learn from the types of jobs that are, are in that community. You know, we're not sure on how we want to really make this thing happen, but there's all kinds of arms and legs that can happen from this particular, because to me, when it's coming in, it, the the project is it. it's here it's here we, it was, it was, there's really no way of getting around it but now isn't it better to have some people who would never have an opportunity to enjoy this utopia to enjoy it and see it and spread the word about wow you too can have this we got to work hard we got to look differently at how we we manifest jobs and it's about education because if we work this education piece pretty nicely maybe we can get the next level housing not just for a segment of people. Well, around a, a block away, you had another part, old factory was made to housing inside the gates of Science Park, which is the Winchester Lofts. And they were doing some apartments there for 3000 a month, mm-hmm. which have they filled? You know what's going on with that? I haven't. I, not Has really. that affected your neighborhood at all? I know it. I don't, I don't think it's full. Um, and I don't think that all of the uh, units have been utilized. No, and I, I don't think it's affected um, our neighborhood. I wonder if our neighborhood have has affected it right um that's that's the only issue but i love what kim said the education and it made me think of what if in the community day they did a um a a work day or what do you uh uh, everyone who's there like say if there's a lawyer that lives there they present on what you have to do to be a lawyer Mm -hmm. To get our kids to understand that, yes, you have to work hard, but this is obtainable. Mm-hmm. So it would, and, it Nina, you, you um, alluded at the beginning of this program, how many other projects are happening right nearby? Like, you look across the street, right across the street. Like, you know, you in half a second, you just step across the street there on Munson. You have a whole bunch of new housing there, what used to be some vacant properties, as well as the old Cardinals Club. And that's more what they call workforce housing. It's not affordable in the sense that it's not for people on welfare or earning minimum wage, but it's not for rich people, right? They built seven apartments, I think it was, new NHR properties. How did that work out? Pretty well. I think everything is um, is going good. There's uh, Our LCI specialist does a wonderful job making sure that um, everything is, is intertwined and there hasn't been any... Anything. I would love for those people to come out to our management team meeting so we could um, yeah, see a face to the house. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's hard because the LCI specialist does see the face to the house, but we as a community would love to see okay. the face to the house. We got a call. You're on the um, air on Dateline New Haven with Nina Silva and Kim Harris. How you doing today? Hi, good. How are you? Good. Thank you for calling. Hi. I, I just wanted to call in about the uh, one city initiative mm-hmm. and uh, I'm calling from Harrison Tucker School. All right. Let all the listeners know that um, as part of our contribution to the One City Initiative, we'll be doing Sundays on Mondays um, where the community can visit, make a Sunday and also visit. Um, we'll be having the uh, bookmobile 
come and they can listen to some story time and uh, look at books on the library truck. So Sundays this, I mean, Mondays this summer, starting after June 28th, right? Sundays on yes. Monday. So ice cream Sundays. Sundays on Monday. Right. Ice cream. Mm-hmm. You come on a Monday to the Harris Tucker Preschool, mm-hmm. which uh, I yes. believe that Kim is second generation operator on Newhall Street. And you're going to get to eat a Sunday with your kids, read a book, hear a book with your kids on Mondays. On Mondays. And yes. we're going to talk later in this hour is how that's one of only 60 events we're hoping to have every day in neighborhoods this summer that families can enjoy. And we're going to be dealing with that later in the show. So thanks for calling from Harris Tucker. On, Thank uh, you very much. Very excited. All right. We're excited to have it. Thanks, right. thanks a lot Bye-bye. for the call. So, um, so we were talking a little more about all that's happening. So right across the street from 201 months in, in Dixwell and New Hallville, and then as you go toward Dixwell, is uh, they're gonna, they have new kind of workforce housing. And then right another across the street, one more in Henry. You can see this all. Just stand at the corner and see all three pieces of property right there. There's a vacant lot that the city owns that's going to have a big elderly tower to replace this senior housing at Edith Johnson. That's going to be affordable housing. That's going to be lower-income seniors in a tower. How do you folks feel about that one? I love it. I love it. I yes. love the idea I, I, yeah. of our seniors <laughs> having a, a space in, in, New, in New Haven, right in the heart of New Haven, uh, where they, they won't miss a, a lick, a beat. And they'll be close to the Q house. And that area is just filling up. So you got yes. like 200 months in was vacant land. NHR was vacant land. That lot was vacant. You can have a lot more people in. I love how Nina's thought was, let's get them to the management team meeting. Yes. Because yes. then you get more power for the neighborhood. Yes. And then right down the block on Henry, there was an old factory, McAllister Bicknell, across right. somewhere now is the Elephant in the Room gym. And now that's being made into artist complex. Titus yes. Gaffer, who's I amazing. I met him uh, last week. He's, He's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Nationally known artist, it covers mm-hmm. like Time Magazine and stuff, yeah. and uh, he um, he's got the money to fix up that old factory. What factory last was 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 an illegal um, Chinese owned company to have counterfeit beats, Dr. Dre beats that they were shipping out, and people <laughs> living that got shut down. Yeah, it was empty for years. It's right around from Senior Housing on County Street, in the corner there at Henry County, and now that's going to be this big new arts company. Artists live, artists work, and have classes for the community. How do you feel about that one? I absolutely love it, and like I said, um. I'm so about the kids in our community. They are our future. And whatever we can do to teach them to learn them um, different ways of life or in spark inside of them a gift that they don't know that they might have, um, I welcome all of that. Then moving back up Henry Street, you get you go to Dixwell, you're going to have the Dixwell Q House. Yes. A few blocks away, which has been uh, empty, now torn down for genera- but generations of people did grow up there. Did either of you go to the Q House when it was around when you were kids? My mother did. Your mother did? Yes. Oh, my mother went to the old, my mother is uh, 87, so oh, she she talks about they, they lived at the Q House. Yeah. Okay, so now it's getting rebuilt, I think 15 or $16 million, and it's gonna, construction's about to start, so that's going to be a big change in the neighborhood. Absolutely. Stetson Library, which is your main community center right it now, is. it's going to be have a bigger home in there along with the Cornell Scott Health Center. Mm-hmm. And then that leaves a big gap in the, in the Dixwell Plaza, which is a commercial plaza built during urban renewal when they tore down a lot of buildings that had stores and stuff. And, it, you know, it keeps going and it kind of runs down. But now there's a big space that used to be a Seatown supermarket that Titus and others have gotten money to turn into a media center. Absolutely. Now, we yes. haven't heard much about that yet. They came to both of your community management team meetings. Yes. So what did you hear? What's this going to be like? Um, from what I hear, just going to be um, wonderful. Eric Clements came out and All right, Concat, which Concat, is going to yeah, what the property? Right. Absolutely, he came out and gave us some of like I see the vision of 
it, like if you're walking down Dixwell where they'll have it open and they'll have uh, TVs and you could look in and you could go in and uh, maybe I think they're going to do some kind of web TV things. show yes, right there. Yes. Well, what is uh, it going to be? Beautiful restaurant. Exactly? Yes, beautiful a restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> yes. What kind of restaurant? Um, and he's more of the um, Harlem Renaissance area era. So Which they teach at Concat to yes, the kids right. in the after-school program. Yeah, So I'm I'm very much picturing that this is going to be of that nature. Um, I'm trying to think of the old uh, clubs that they used to have in Harlem, like Monterey here. Right, yeah. Yes. 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 Um, so, so is he going to have music there? Absolutely. So what's it going to be? A, a art center or? It sounds it sounds like that, but it, they're still working on it. So we're we're welcome to hear all of the news. So when you're a management team, this is the grassroots. When people want to do stuff, they come and get your ideas. How do you feel about that role? I, it's not really a role because <laughs> it's. I feel more as a facilitator of the meeting. It's more of the community coming together and deciding on. Oh yes, we like that for our neighborhood or. Yes, we like that for our neighborhood, but how can we change it or how can we add to how can we add Dixville flavor to uh, this uh, project that's coming? So it's not just um, Nina. It's. I, didn't mean, I wasn't Dixwell. suggesting it's, it was you. I meant the, right, yeah, the group. Right. Yes. So what, it, what I feel is that it really gives people a chance to grow in knowledge and information and it gives them a voice because a lot of times the community is shut out of things because there's not a spot to go to. Now our management teams are opening up where we're asking people to come in, especially when there's new development, we want to know about it and we become more knowledgeable about what's happening in our neighborhood. Right. And, and we then get you don't hear, I didn't know that I, that was so here. <laughs> people are very happy, especially the seniors. They're very happy yes. to have information. And the pe- it, there's another uh, um, uh, category of people too, because a lot of our young people are getting released back into society Prison reentry. Yes. Right. So now there's a chance for them to not have to travel so far for jobs. Because construction is something that is really big that is happening. We're seeing a lot of our reentry um, population go after those jobs. And um, and it's not just up to 25. They're even looking to push this with the um, um, burn grant. They're looking to push this to age 30, where we're going to get that population of, of people that are reentering in as well. And, and having something for them right here at home. To give them some self-worth and just wanting to be a part of a voice. Once again, a voice. Yeah, and I love the questions at our meetings, how the community really is involved and how they ask the developers different questions and different things. And it 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 makes us feel whole. Yeah. And then Beulah Heights is a church on Orchard Street, again, right near that border of, of New Hallville and Dixville, technically in Dixville. And they rebuilt a whole neighborhood that was just a, a terrible place, made it really nice with a lot of housing blocks around their church, Orchard of Munson and Henry. And now they're looking to build some more affordable housing in the neighborhood. And they came to your community management with two projects, one on the same block, smaller ones. There's 201 Munson and then the old Joe Great Lot. Yes. Where Dixon meets New Hallville, where he used to have his barbecue stand yes. as, as his car place. And uh, what do you guys think of those projects? I think the project on the the old Joe Great um block is is i love it he's he's talking about a community store maybe underneath the affordable apartments so there's a lot of things there that are open um to communication to figure out what the neighborhood would like and i know i would like a a community store store. absolutely revitalizing the neighborhood i mean what kind of store are you thinking of there's a store right there on henry but it's a convenience store 
We won't talk about I know, but they've had a lot of crime a, there. A community drugs, store, you know. a community that is run by our community, a community that is run by people from our community that you, well, I live right there. And, and not to say that I don't go in that corner store, not to say they don't, they don't, they've they, they're there. like, Shoot you know, them. high miss. I, I want to see someone like me when I go into the store. I want to possibly see um, some of our community children being able to have maybe after school jobs. What kind of or, stuff sold? What kind of store? Probably the, the the same type of thing, but I would love to see more fruits and vegetables. Um, They've tried that in New Haven with convenience stores in the neighborhoods to try to get them healthier foods, and they don't sell. Well, I, it's they're pretty expensive too. They're very community. expensive, but um, you well, know, it's going to be nice if we could have that tie-in with our community gardens. gardens yeah, um, yeah. The we're ones, about to have. A oh, that's just saying. New Hallville is the best community garden. Yes. I mean, you guys got so many of yes. them, and they're yes. lovingly tended. Yes. We yes. will have one soon, very soon. All well, right. I'll and you're, you're listening to, to Plans for Dixville and New Hallville today <laughs> on um, WNHH's Dateline New Haven, 103.5 M, live streamed at newhavenindependent.org. We're talking to Nina Silva, the new energy running the Dixville Community Management Team, and Kim Harris, the new energy behind the New Hallville Community Management Team. And Kim, as we've talked about previously on this program, this summer you're revving up. you got all the management team presidents or chairs in the city, all 12 management teams, including Nina and Dixville. You're all committed to spending this summer together promoting 60 events in 60 days. And uh, each day, every neighborhood has an event for 60 days. You can tell everybody where it is in each neighborhood. You're going to ask people not only to bring their families to those events in each other's neighborhoods, but also to find five businesses or institutions in each neighborhood which will offer discounts to people to support a locally owned institution and get people to find out who they are and keep them in business. Do you have an update on how that effort's going? Yes, I do. And as a matter of fact, Nina, I need to defer to you because some of uh, Nina's um, Dixville neighborhood people have been driving down Newhall Street. And of course, I'm stopping them. Hey, did you hear about? And she's like, yes, Nina, Nina's on it. She's telling us. So, I mean, all these great ideas that I'm hearing from the people in Dixville Avenue, can you just share a couple of those those ideas with the one idea with K from here's K. Here's oh K. my um, goodness. I can't wait for this one. Yes. Uh, That'll be part of the six days. So how many of those are going to be? Um, one um, with that location, but I do to plan to have um, two for my management team meetings, July 26th and July 16th have um, a community potluck. How fun meeting. And is it going to be with a Jamaican food theme or broader? I think, think with the one in the park i don't know if that park has an official name we scandalberry should, no 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 it's it's like a little triangle right there across from two one, one oh where munson and henry meet yeah, 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 yeah. as yes. a matter of fact the developers the developers last night yes. committed to fixing Putting that new park trees oh, very nice. Nice. Yes. and a, a bench in that a nice area, area nice yes. space yes um I, we, ha- we have to come up with a name for it it would be nice if it had a little caribbean Feel to it. Feel to it. I like that. <laughs> yeah, she was even talking or about. Or even a, 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 commu- a community, community potluck, but each of us bringing food. I'm Cape Verdean, so maybe each of us cultures. bringing a yes. food from our culture so our neighbors not only meet each other, but meet our culture. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And she wants to close down the street. Yes. And have oh, another nice. chalk it up right in that little that little mm-hmm. pathway area uh-huh. and Very let nice. the kids uh, do it. So Also oh, just close the part of... Um, of Ashman that goes that extra block. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, that little 
So it doesn't so, stop the traffic yes, going to right. Munson or Henry. Yeah. Right. That sounds right. great. Any other updates on? Uh... Oh, absolutely. So last night at our management team, and I was so touched by what um, Rafika had said. We had um, East Rock was in the house. Um, not East Rock. East Shore was in the house. The management team leader, Quinny Piat came. So they're just coming to they're each other's management coming team. Coming to each yes. other and supporting cool. each other. And Rafika said, "Wow, I love the love that's going on here." And I said, "It's it's for real. We're we're so feeling it." And they had, they, they really were there and they were talking about a little bit about what they're going to be doing in their areas. So we have that that's happening. Um, we're what were some examples of what they said? Um, so um, Marge, of course, was talking about the, the art. No, yeah, the art walk. In Westville. In Westville. And that's a little bit before her time, before the time of, but she says she's coming on the radio show next week. And she's going to be talking about that and some of the things they're looking at doing. Um, Hooking up with Alicia to do the salsa dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, great idea! Yes, and she's the going, house of salsa yes, in Westville Village. Yes, and um, she wants to comb that whole block, and she's going to use the Art Walk to really push uh, the sixty-day initiative. Uh-huh. So that's going to be their push over there. Great. That's when they're going to really get the noise out. We have been. Um, we just put the finishing touches, uh, Nina and I, on our One City Initiative website. So now it goes to our web developer, uh, Randy. And now it's just a cut and paste. Well, you and, have a website already. Yes, we do. So now people can actually load in their adventures on the website. Always starting next week. Excellent yes, idea. starting next week. So that's what we've been working on all week long. And mm-hmm. we just didn't know, like, really how, how in-depth it was because we really wanted to make sure that it's step-by-step step so that there are not right. a lot you of questions. you got to be careful so it's easy to do. Yes, yeah, so we really had to break that down. So we're very, very happy for that. We have our official logo, which will be on there too. So is that on the Caroline Smith, or you have a Caroline one? Smith? Yeah, she really I did her logo. She's the head of downtown Worcester Square Management. Yeah, team. so, so she, everybody has something to contribute. You run different management teams. You have something you bring to it. Absolutely. Yes. So she retweaked the wet, the um the logo, and um it it's it be from for, from everybody's um input, input on it, and it's it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. So we're going to upload that. Um, the other thing that we have is uh the expo. This is that's the kickoff opening. event yes. at the at the field house on Hill House High School yes. on June twenty eighth. Yes. So the management teams that were there last night, they were talking about the different um, categories of people that will be coming to the expo. So Nina is in charge of entertainment, I've and I'm going to defer to her again because she really is just blowing this whole thing up. With what, what what's she's your bringing. thought on entertainment at that? Oh, had had did you go to the talent night? I missed it at the oh, Schubert. Oh, yeah. well, then if you missed it, you need to come because okay, I have some deal. alders who are going to perform. Okay. Jeanette? <laughs> I haven't talked to Jeanette yet, but it would be nice. Jeanette, if you're listening. <laughs> um, but I have Alder Jill Marks, who's going to come sing. Oh, and her, she has a good gospel choir. I've heard them. A wonderful They're voice. Terrific. Yes. Um, and she's also a part of my management team. Some of, um, a couple of my blocks belong to her, so... Um, she's coming out. Um, I also have um, Forever. She's coming. Um, she's a gospel rap artist. And um, Dougie Bathia with The Nation, they're going to try to open up for us. Um, so the, And a lot, a couple of other things. That Excellent. Are, are, Nita, you talked about, uh, you said you came from a Cape Verdean family. Were mm-hmm. you born in Cape Verde or your no, parents my were? No, pa- my father. And your father. And, you know, we have quite a, people don't know, we have a pretty significant Caribbean-American community in in. New Haven. Did they come first to like Antillian Matter around there or where did they live first? Um, New Bedford, Mass. Oh, no. And when did, when they came to New Haven, where did they settle? Um, hmm. And Sonia, I believe. 
Okay. And were they thrown out by the flood in 55 or they weren't part of that? I, I don't think my father ever talked about anything okay. like and that. And they've so lived in Dixwell for how long? My father lived oh, forever. That's, I grew up in New Hallville. Oh, you grew up in New Hallville. Mm-hmm. So now Dixwell Avenue, just so everyone knows, runs through Dixwell and New Hallville neighborhoods up to Hamden from downtown. Dixwell's the first neighborhood closer downtown. It's historically the main artery of the African-American community. It has a great storied history. Right. And uh, Dixwell has remained a largely African-American neighborhood, though that's somewhat evolving, correct? Mm-hmm. And then New Hallville was a much more mixed racy neighborhood until, I guess, the 70s and 80s, right? right. Correct. People used to work at the Winchester Gun Factory, which is in between the two neighborhoods, which had up to 15,000 jobs, three shifts around the clock. And now it became Science Park on a smaller scale, but it's happening and now New Hallville is be- it used to have the, I don't know if it still does, the highest rate of African-American home ownership in Correct. the city. And you both grew up in that neighborhood. Yes. Right. And my my grandmother, who will be 105, May Whoa, 19th. She's still going. Yes, she's still All going. All right, Grandma. She, was, she owned her first house on Henry Street. And then her second house on Butler Street. Mm-hmm. And they all worked at Winchester. And it, it's just a part of of me. And what? so you grew up on Butler Street? Yes. And what happened when, when jobs went away at Winchester? Were your folks already retired or did they find other employment? I believe they all went to Yale. Mm-hmm. They, they all worked um, at Yale or retired. By then, I think my grandmother was pretty much... You know, older. What kind of work did they do at Yale? Um, my mom actually was a um, clerk in the OR, mm-hmm. and my the hospital at at the hospital. Well, that's what I'm, I think I'm, I meant. The hospital. I forget that there is the university, yeah, the university too. Mm-hmm. Um, and my aunts worked um, in transportation. All right, and and so did they own the house in Butler? Yes. What was it like growing up on Butler Street? Wonderful. <laughs> As a matter of fact, right, um, Nina, uh, Nina lived next door to my cousin. Okay. Well, years. before it was your cousin, before it was, it was cousin. Miss, Mrs. Glover's That's right. mother's Teddy, house. Teddy Glover. Teddy Glover. Yes. That's right. That's so right. it was her mom's house, and her mom taught us all how to crochet. Yes. And so th- those are the things that I would love to bring back to the kids, just my memories of the older women in my neighborhood that, that made me who I am today. Mrs. Glover, she made me who I am today because of her voice and how she was adamant of what I should do. And I went the other way of what she said I should do. And I'm, now what I'm did back. She say? I should have been an educator. And, and she which pushed, way did you go? I went no way where I should have went. And now I'm back to education. So um, sometimes the older, wiser people know. What are you doing in education now, Nina? I work as a paraprofessional at mm-hmm. John C. Daniels. All right. And then, um, so, so, so that, so you settle, and do you live now? Where in New Hallville do you live? I mean, you live I live in Dixon, on Henry. Live in Dixon Henry. Do you mm-hmm. own a house as well? No. Okay, you not yet. In, not yet. Okay. And Kim, where did you grow up in New Hallville? Uh, on Lander Street. My mm-hmm. grandmother. Uh, actually, they went Legion Avenue first. They came from South Carolina, North Carolina, South Carolina to Legion Avenue. What to city, North Carolina? Or um, Greensville. Okay. Greensville, and uh, my mother's the baby of ten. So um, she had a little... Did they come up to work at Winchester or what brought them up? Um, so it was about work, absolutely. My uncle was in the service and um, they actually, my auntie and my uncles, they actually went to Siemens Rubber Company. Mm-hmm. And they Which did used their, to be on yeah, Long Wharf. Yeah. Where yes. my dad worked. So they did their okay. stint there and um, they kind of, my auntie, who was the youngest of the crew who worked there, she retired out from there. She was one of the ones that tried, retired out. And then the younger children, they basically did their own businesses they were into entrepreneurship. Like you. 
<laughs> like me. Huh? So it, it really, I got it honestly. And your aunt started the um, Harris Tucker. My right? mother and my auntie. Right. And now you're running it, it in yes. New Hallville. And then I had the one uncle who did the grass cutting forever. He, he had eight boys. So they did that grass cutting throughout New Haven. And uh, my uncle George Blackman, Clutch, you know, the park, that was his thing. Um, so, and was he really Daniel Blackman, the police officer? Uh, no, George Blackman. He was the one that was in charge of Gulf Street Park. That okay. was his job that he did. That what way. do you remember about growing up in New Hallville? Um, I definitely remember the, the, the women of New Hallville. I remember Miss Glover, mm-hmm. uh, without a doubt. I remember. She the, was an older woman and she also worked for the Board of Ed, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember the Walkers. I remember Barbara Tenney. Mm-hmm. I remember her. Still around running family lines. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, now, um, I, when I think about, when I go around New Hall sometimes in the nicer weather, I notice all the older men who are at the community gardens. And they tend them, and they're almost like forests. I mean, they're so beautiful how much grows there. Do they have interaction with the young people or no? It's not the same thing. I think when um, it's, it's starting to open up a little bit now because we're asking them to tell their stories. And, of course, when you say, well, well how did this start? Or how did you start doing this? They're, they have an openness. So we bring our preschoolers down on the corner of Newhall and Bassett. There's a beautiful garden right there. And he's... he's Do they go in the afternoon? Because they're not there in the morning, are they? Right, in the afternoon. They'll, they'll go on through. And um, they get a chance to look at the things that are growing and touch them and from the beginning. And, and they'll give the kids some seeds to take back. And, and we started our own little community garden as well. All right. Yeah, so it's a thing where you have to... Um, you ask and they're giving. Um, but if you don't ask... They, they're just tending their, their gardens. So Nohova had some tough decades with yes. absentee owners, loss of jobs, crack hit pretty hard there in the yes. 80s and 90s. Well, how are things now? Do you see a revival? Do you see, wh- where is it headed? Absolutely. Um, and if you look at the statistics, the, the crime is down, drugs are down. We have our pockets. Absolutely, we do have our pockets. But the change is coming because I, I believe that there was a generation that was just kind of skipped. I don't know how it happened, but the drugs and babies were having babies. It was just and this, jobs were gone. And jobs were gone. There was no development coming into New Hallville, and we just it's it, we, we oh, were just flatlined. Yeah. We were really flatlined for a minute, but we survived it. We really survived it, and now we see that we can do better because we want more. We want to do better. We want our our children to have more, and we don't. We love New Haven. And you notice women a lot of. Women have been involved in the Resiliency Council, in the management team, in the homeowners group that came out of um, the neighborhood housing services uh, buildings that were done. Are women taking the lead again in general? Absolutely. And I'm seeing a lot of younger people take the lead as well in terms of starting their own businesses. Which which, Can you tell me about some of those businesses? Well, uh, it's called Inc. 24, 24 Inc. It's right on the, it's right on the borderline. You know, young guys, they, they were in for a little while. They came out and they started uh, uh, inking, uh, what do you call it? Tattooing. Tattoos. Tattooing business. Oh, they came out of prison? And yes, they're doing tattoos. And then you have um, uh, Gary Gates, his barber shop. He moved, he was, he's in the, on the New Haven side now. Um, and his barber shop is thriving. Like I, I'm like well, Gary, you're always full. He's like, I know, I don't have enough chairs. And and, he's, he's a New Hallville. And he's a New Hallville person. Mm-hmm. But it's more than just cutting the hair. He's in there, and I go in there sometimes, and I just sit. Mentor, mentor. He's mentoring. They have books in there so that the kids can sit and read, and they're talking about things that are going to make these little boys men. There's, it's that piece that's missing from their lives because there's, I see a lot of single moms coming in, and they're like, well, Gary, should I come back? Like, nope, leave them here because they're going to be What time of day is it really happening? Um, after school, um, you'll get that 3 to 6 o'clock in the afternoon. 
because we have our little great nephews. We take them mm-hmm. over there. So we sit and we get their hair cut over there. But the stories that they're talking about and just the mentorship about how to be a man, how to be a, a, a great person in Newhallville, how to start your own business. You got to have a little gig on the side because working a nine to five is not enough. So they're hearing those things and they're not, they're not holding back on things. And Gary has a great give back with his basketball. Yes. Um, yes. Was oh, that over the summer at Bassett street? Yes. He does, yes. That, he does that league. Yes. Yes. So we have those things that are happening. You've seen those, those pockets of things. And then Jeanette Sykes, she has the mentorship program and she pulls really hard from Newhallville of girls who are going to college. So mm-hmm. it's the high school population and they meet over at Southern Connecticut state university. So she's pulling from Newhallville and she's, She's giving the girls, she's introducing them to mentors, to people who are doing it. And I think the combination of mentorship, the combination of just staying on the path and education is, is really important. A, a very important and a, a road, a pathway mm-hmm. for building up New Hall and Dixwell and really making New Haven one city. And before we go out, I want to talk about, um, with all the management team people, traffic calming. I'm hearing a lot about that. Last week we had Diane Ecton from Fairhaven. She talked about how Eight of her cars, at first she thought it was seven, had been totaled in the same spot on the street over the years until she got yeah. a sign put up. I know that on uh, Winchester Avenue, there's some traffic common concerns. Nina, have there been any issues in Dixwell where you're looking to slow down cars and make it safer for people to walk or bike? Or- there have been um, some requests for some speed bumps in certain areas. Um, I know that there's been a request for speed bumps in um, the townhouse areas. Um, coming around the little curb of, I think that's Winter Street. Um, I know that I would love to have like a speed bump on Henry Street just to slow cars down when the children are getting off the bus. I myself have gone outside and yelled at cars. Really? Um, <laughs> and my children are, uh, my son does, um, he has a, a a smaller bus and he has a, a van door stop. So when he gets off, they're not allowed to go on the other side. So that's good for him. But they're the big buses when they stop on the corner cars. I don't know how you can't see the big stop sign yeah. <laughs> going out, but they still run it. And I will run off the porch and yell and write down the. How often do you do that? <laughs> in the summertime, if you come by, you'll see you'll see me. <laughs> I, I also throw trash back in cars if you throw trash out on the street. I always wonder why people do that. Why they throw stuff outside the cars? I, I don't. I, my neighbors think I'm. Um, but how do you get you them know? if they're already driven past? If they feel oh, like I, I, I could run, <laughs> and that that light on Dixwell and Henry is is a quick light. So what do they go. say when you confront them? Some people like uh, when you throw something back in someone's car, they're they're taken. You back. actually throw it. Oh yeah, put it back in their car. Yeah. Like what would it be that they threw? Like a McDonald's wrap? A McDonald's. Bag. Cigarette cases, bottle, not not so. You pick it up and you bottles. dash. Did you and run I, track or something in high school? No, <laughs> no. but you run to the light. They're stuck there, and you actually throw it in I their put window. It back in there and and say, would you throw this in front of your house? You just throw it in front of. Do you my throw house. it or do you hand it? it? I not throw like you know not throw it hard disrespectfully, but I do say, would you throw this in front of your house? Like if and what put they it say, in, and they're like, no, 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 and I'm like, would you like me to throw it in the garbage for you? And they're like, yes, but. Putting more garbage cans in our neighborhood, I think that's a, a my one of my big initiatives um, for um, being the chair on the management team um, to take more pride in your neighborhood. And I think we need to bring that back. All right. Well, I think you are bringing it back. 
And as you're going to notice right now, um, Kim, I'm starting to play that music. So you're going to have it. your listings. <laughs> but you it. are bringing the pride back. And that's what I'm so excited about this One City campaign, that the leaders of our 12 community management teams have gotten together in a way New Haven hasn't seen in a long, long time. And last night they were in New Hallville from other parts of the town coming to see what you're up to, telling you they're up to. This summer you got the One City campaign planned. We're going to talk more about this next week. But what do you want people to know before we leave? Where do you want them to check to get more information? Definitely go to um, onecityinitiative.org and you will be able to see the history of um, the One City Initiative. You'll be able to upload your information. And um, Paul, I just really want to say, once again, a heartfelt thank you to you. And right back to you. Um, because you are opening the doors. Well, we're to, just getting started. To people. Because next week you. we're going to, first of all, this will play over and over, but next week we're going to hear from some more neighborhoods. And yes. we got a whole lead up to this summer. And I salute what you're doing, Nina. Salute what you're doing, Kim. Keep it going. Thank you. Thank you. It was great to talk to you. You too. So thanks for coming on WNHH FM's Dateline in Heaven. Thanks to our guest, Nina Silva, and as always, the fabulous Kim Harris. Thanks to Yale Haven Hospital for providing support for today's program. We're going to take it out with the Afro-Semitic experience performing I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free from the group CD, A Plea for Peace. Now we know what it's like to be free. We just got to remember to book our flight. Book your flight with us all day and all night long here at WNHH, New Haven's home for community radio. Mm-hmm.